Not going to be all snow. A wintry mix is forecast for the listening area. Remix episode 1.2, depending on how we decide to number these. My name is Alex Kaufman. I'm here with Drew the intern. How are you? Drew, what are we going to talk today? We're going to talk to uh, Jeff Alexander from Killington Resort. He is the director of competitions and events, sponsorships, fun stuff like that down at Killington. We need some facts to get us started. Give us some facts, Drew. Well, Killington has a population of 811. Uh, the town of Killington attempted to succeed from Vermont and join New Hampshire Su- at one Succeed? Point. Try it? that again. <laughs> secede yes. from Vermont. Sorry there. Still in college. It's okay. You're the intern. <laughs> and then Killington introduced the ticket wicket in 1963 to reduce theft and damage to clothing. Wow. That's pretty... Uh, I, I knew about the seceding um, Vermont to join New Hampshire. I knew that they had invented the wicket, but I had no idea why. And apparently they've been dealing with people trying to scam passes since 1963 or before then. So you could scam, or what is it? I wonder how it was attached before the wicket. It would be a lot easier to sell them in the parking lot before then. Well, they're probably just, it looks like damage to clothing. They were just ripping them off the jacket. They would like rip the jacket Yeah, well, then what are they putting it on? In order to get the ticket off prior to the wicket. So they, they solved a number of problems with that. 811 people. I guess that makes sense. I wonder how many people are there on a busy weekend in... March. We can ask Jeff that. Yeah, that's probably a good plan. Rather than guess ourselves, we'll just get it wrong. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, we're going to talk to Jeff Alexander here on Wintry Mix in just a moment. Outrageous! I think I froze the left half of my brain! Look! I can't move my right arm! Will you get serious? Thanks for tuning in uh, for this episode. Wintry Mix is supported by Vermont Public Radio and their members. All right, we've got Jeff Alexander from Killington Resort. I'm looking at your uh, email signature right now, which says you are the events and sponsorships manager. I can, sponsorships manager at Killington. Is that uh, accurate, or do you adjust that title in any way? Oh, man, I wear a bazillion hats around here from uh, setting up everything on the snow to uh, to playing in the marketing world a little bit and advertising it and showing up at the uh, ski shows and doing some ski shows for the sales crew. So a lot of, a lot of items are underneath that title. Do you manage any interns? We have an intern here in the studio. Drew, say hello. Hello. What's up, Drew? That's him. He'll be looking for a job here in a couple months. You want to hire him? Dude, I wish I could. I need like four interns. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> there you go. He'll be knocking, but um, I'll give you the uh, straight scoop. Um, Do you got a better offer than uh, Ski the East does? Yeah, no doubt, man. I'll get you. I'll, I'll pimp you out with some outfits and some ski tickets. And uh, well, you probably get ski tickets through Ski to East, so you know. Yeah, he gets all the skiing he wants in the month of August, free of well, charge. We can, uh, thanks, we, Alex. Can, <laughs> we can let you ride the roller coaster all season long. How about that? <laughs> That's pretty sweet. So, Jeff, uh, we we caught up a little while ago, and it sounded like you know you're not one of the folks who um you know necessarily grew up in skiing or or got into the ski industry right out of college. Um, you were not in Vermont, right? No. You were where? No, I was down in Philadelphia. You know, I actually didn't ski until uh, 
I was about 30 years old, believe it or not, 28 years old, and I never skied. I went right to a board. Um, I will admit that my first ever experience on a mountain was on ski blades. Uh, I can ice skate, so a crew of mine said, hey, you can ice skate. We'll, we'll show you around the mountain, get you the gist of the mountain. After being made fun of by uh, everyone on the mountain, I decided I need to get into my, my, my true uh, sport was snowboarding because I was a big skateboarder back in the day. What so. brand were those? Were those Bigfoot? No, I, you know, I think they were a pair of Rozzies, believe it or not. Maybe, oh, yeah. uh, you know, 120s. <laughs> well, I'm sure it was 19, uh, what, 91 or something like that. So we'll, 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 let, you, we'll let it slide. Definitely. <laughs> so you're in Philadelphia, and you're obviously, you know, that's a long time ago. How'd you end up at Killington? What, what, what were you doing in Philly? You know, I, um, believe it or not, I graduated with an environmental engineering degree. I picked up a job working with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so I bounced around the Eagles uh, office from uh, maintenance department to ticket office to uh, I was a receptionist one summer, and uh, I was actually in sales for a bit. And then uh, I found this old Eagles costume they had, threw it on one day, and uh, ran around the office raising some hell. And uh, it was uh, the owner, the new owner at the time, we, right before they changed the logo colors and everything, said, hey, can you come to my kid's party? And kind of snowballed from there. And uh Next thing you know, I created the new character with the new look at the new logos and uh, was doing Swoop. Uh, Swoop's the name of the character. I did it for uh, maybe about six, seven years and about maybe 400 events a year. So uh, not, it's kind of hard not to learn the event world when you're entertaining at these events. For So you're used to long. sitting in 84-degree suits. Oh man, you know, that, was, that was back in the day before Under Armour came out with the first wicking shirts. You know, so you're 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 sweating through cotton at that point. And you're a strong man; you probably can sweat with the best of them. Oh, dude, I can sweat with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in Philly. You're the mascot for the Philadelphia Eagles, I suppose. Who was on the team at this point? Like, toss me some names of some players that I'd know. Oh, uh, Ricky Waters, Randall Cunningham. I was best. Buddy oh, Cunningham! With, uh, wow. Irving Fryer, uh, Brian Dawkins was on the team at the time. And, uh, yeah, it's a pretty cool team, pretty cool uh, crew. I mean, they were pretty awful back in the day there. But, uh, um, you know, I, I did make the Pro Bowl a couple times. as one of the top mascots in the NFL. So uh, they flew us to Hawaii for a couple weeks to entertain over there. And uh, that was pretty cool. It was a great little perk. So fast forward, how'd you get to Killington from there, um, from being the Eagles mascot? You know, I created a company in Philly um, after leaving the Eagles, creating cor- uh, characters for corporations. Philadelphia Zoo to New Jersey State Aquarium. I worked with Wawa, helped create the goose for Wawa. I don't know if you know the convenience store down there. And then living downtown Philadelphia for 16 years, that'll make you go crazy. And uh, so uh, we realized we were coming to Vermont every winter, and then all of a sudden we realized we were coming up every summer and kind of burn out of the South Jersey shore. So uh, we just said, hey, I sold my company and my wife quit her job. We moved up here. And, uh, you know, I wasn't going to pound my chest in Vermont and say, hey, this is my background in marketing and events. I just kind of cruised and uh you know worked in ski shops until uh kind of found my found my feet nice we're talking to jeff alexander the director of events and sponsorships or competitions i keep messing up your title but people no, get the okay. point. Uh, <laughs> from killington resort on here on the wintry mix and uh so jeff you got to vermont um you worked your way into working at killington uh in the events department now obviously killington is known for you know itself just the beast um as it's referred to uh but obviously you guys host an amazing variety of events, bands, um, the Spartan races. Um, those things have blown up recently, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's been, uh, you know, this this summer has been full of uh, dirty girls, big losers, and jerks. It's been, uh, you know, we've had the dirty girl. Explain Mud that run, to me. The biggest loser run walk. We've had the first annual Vermont Jerk and Reggae Festival. 
And, you know, Spartan Races brings over 20,000 people here. And uh, so, yeah, we're, we're no uh, stranger to large events. And uh, we've got a pretty awesome stage to put it on at. Uh, Drew uh, shares a couple of facts before every interview that we do here. And um, the one of the ones he shared prior to this one was that um, Killington has a a population of 811. Um, how many people are there like Christmas week? Obviously not permanent residents, but what happens to that number of people in town during that kind of week? You know, I, I, I'm, you know, I haven't run you know, exact numbers, but I have to say that we're right behind Burlington as the second largest city in the state during uh, the Christmas, the President's Weeks, the, the major holidays. Um, I, there's no doubt that we bump up above Rutland, Brattleboro, and all those towns as being the largest populated, you know, besides Burlington, of course. Were you at Killington during Irene? Uh, yeah, I was actually um, in between. I was at uh, I was down at Okemo in between that uh, in between my stand at Okemo and Killington at that time. Yeah, that was wild. I was actually living down in that area um, during that period of time, and obviously Killington got hit pretty hard. Yeah, um, with some of the structural damage to one of the lodges. But you guys have built, um, you know, rebuilt in that area, and those umbrella bars. Uh, do people ever kind of publicly admit that like probably what's there now was better than what was there before the flood? Oh, it was a blessing in disguise, you know, definitely. I mean, those umbrella bars are outstanding. And, you know, funny story is we yanked the truck out of that ditch um, that washed that entire base lodge away, and that thing still runs today. Are you kidding? Really? <laughs> Our vehicle maintenance guys, let me tell you, they could fix anything. So uh, kind of funny. So uh, back on the event side of things, you said, obviously, you've got some new stuff, the Jerk Fest and things like that. That's kind of confusing if you're just seeing it in passing because you just kind of see the Jerk Fest and you're yeah. like, it's just a festival of jerks. Like, what's going on with that? Yeah, I mean, we had, uh, you know, we had a ton of vendors that were celebrating, you know, the Jamaican it's jerk Caribbean food, right? I mean, that's, that's really what it's, that's the play on words. Yeah, totally. Okay. Totally play on words. I mean, we do have, you know, a lot of jerks here on any given weekend. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, but, you know, we brought in Third World, you know, one of the most iconic oh, reggae bands. And uh, it was a great event. Uh, the, you know, the smells in the air from uh, from the food to, you know, everything else was uh, was outstanding. And, you know, the band was great. And, uh, you know, as for our first annual event, I think we're going to we're going to launch off for next year. So events that happen elsewhere, um, you know, there's one that was just recently announced in Boston, this Fenway Big Air. Oh, yeah. Like, what's it like w when you see an event that clearly is just going to be logistically, you know, thorough um, that you don't have, thankfully have to deal with at all? Um, you know, what do you think goes into a, an event like that? I mean, and, you know, what, what are the first thoughts through your head when you when you see an event, you know, whether it's the Beijing Olymp Olympics or, or the Fenway Big Air that, that, you know, from a event professional's perspective, you know, what are the first thoughts through your head? Yeah, the, I mean, the back-end uh, operational logistics are, are things that, that, that just come right to my mind. It's like, how are you getting and coordinating all of these different third-party vendors that need to come in here to set up? And how are you coordinating your own staff? You know, if, even if it's here at Killington, if we ever hosted a World Cup race or things like that, you know, how do we, how do we manage – it's also playing a lot of personalities. How are our people going to work with their people? You know, it's a big, big thing to set up, and you're really going to be, you know, down to crunch time. You know, thinking about everything from how much diesel you need to get for your cats or or whatnot to uh, who's building the structure in Boston to uh, you know to camera angles. Yeah, there's there's an awful lot that goes into uh, you know or or where you're hanging your sponsor signage. Who wants who's who paid the most? Who wants who gets the biggest box? You know all that fun stuff. And then and then there's also the dealing with the donkeys part of things, right? I mean, do you have to do that when you've just got you know you got a thousand, two thousand, ten thousand people in an event and everything's going great, but four people 
are trying to ruin it for everybody. I mean, what, what do you have to? Oh yeah, give me some gold. You've got something. Somebody oh, did well, something you know, recently. We give get me something. that all the time. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, heck, last year we had a father son team try to fight half of the uh, security at our brew fest, and I'm like, guys, you've only been drinking for three hours. How'd you get this wasted? You know, so uh, it uh, it happens. We've got a uh, we've got a lot of different. Um, a lot of different personalities that come here. You know, a lot of people are here to enjoy themselves. A lot of people uh, check their brain at the state line, and they come in there. They're, it's, it's on. It's party time. So, uh, you know, it's trying to manage all that with, uh, you know, and, and create still a family aspect where you're not shying away the moms and dads and the kids that want to come to an event. Well, and you guys obviously cater to a variety. You have some events that are for the party set, some events that are for the family set. Um, what's, what's new this year? Anything? Uh, well, you know, we've uh, we brought it back again. It's not new, but it's the third year we're doing it. It's called the Mini Shred Madness, and it's uh, you know, it's just a way for little Munchkin kids to get involved in a park event at a real low level, or you know, where um, you know, we have our team riders there explaining how to hit the jumps, how 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 does a park event work? You know, how you know, how do you call your drop? Who's in next? Um, you know, what, what disciplines go first or second. And it's kind of neat to get these little kids, you know, and it's everybody from, uh, you know, four years up to, to eight, and then we have an eight- to 13-year-old division. So uh, I think that that's uh, the mini shred madness. It's, we have it at Killington, and we also have it at Pico, and uh, it blew up, believe it or not. With the larger event last year was at Pico. Wow. It was great. Uh, Jeff Alexander, director of events and competitions at Killington Resort here on the Wintry Mix. Uh, it would be remiss of me if I didn't ask you about Bear Mountain Mogul Challenge. Um, it's <laughs> how many years? How many annual years has it been going on? It's going to be the 35th this year, and uh, you know it's that is an an interesting event. It is a ski event, but uh, that's more secondary than the party aspect. Uh, everything from drunk unicorns to uh, people in costumes to full flat out dance parties to uh, you know, I'm there at 4.30 in the morning setting up, and as I drive in, I have to drive past about 30 cars that are waiting to get in at 4.30 in the morning. And uh, we don't open the gates until 6.30. And when we open the gates, cars come screaming in, sliding across the ice. People jump out. They run up on the snow, and they're hammering stakes into the ground, claiming their party space for the day. It's definitely uh, an outstanding event, and uh you know, it's been going on forever, and we're we're excited to host it again this year at the uh, at Bear Mountain. Well, yeah. thank you for doing that, so we all don't have to, because that sounds difficult. Oh, it's it's a it's an interesting day, let me tell you. <laughs> so before we let you go, uh, you're on the Killington Road, and I'm buying. Where are we going to dinner? Where are we going to dinner? Uh, right now, since some of them aren't open, um, let's see. I don't know, man. That's a really good question. In the winter time, we're going to we're going to Wildly Barn. Um, right now, if it's lunchtime, we're going all the way over to the Long Trail Brewery um, or Sushi Yoshi. I'll give you that. So, uh, but right now, if you if you were to meet me after we get off this phone, uh, I'd have to say maybe Lookout or Jacks. All right, Alexander, appreciate <laughs> it very much. Stay off those snow blades, and we'll talk to you later. All right, brother, take care. Have good a good one, you guys. Okay, you see what he did? He French fried when he should have pizzaed. You French fry when you pizza, you're gonna have a bad time. Well, now, that was a lot of good information from Jeff Alexander. I had no idea about his history as a mascot. 
yeah, if it doesn't work out for me here in the ski industry, I'm going to have to ask him for the plug-in to become a mascot and see see how that goes. Well, already, you want to try to call him up to try to get a job with him this year. Although, no, he was just saying he needed interns. You don't want to you're, you want to only be an intern for a specific period I of time. I don't know. If he's got a better offer, you know, you might be see me packing up my bags. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, we're going to have Drew as the intern on this podcast through about November, uh, and then we'll be sourcing a new one. So um, we'll have to train a new intern to take the heat. Um, at that time. So we've got some colleges around here. We'll see what we can do. Uh, so Jeff Alexander from Killington, we just chatted with him. Uh, he obviously has quite the story. Um, started off as the mascot for Philadelphia Eagles and uh, is now the director of events and competitions at Killington. Who are we going to have next? Actually, that was the last podcast in this series. So um, we're not sure who we're going to have next, but uh, when the next series comes around, there'll be a few more to choose from. Um, going back, if you want to listen to a couple of the previous podcasts, we had John Stelzer, who is a pro skier and college student in Lynchburg, Virginia, who skis primarily on Snowflex surface, which is not snow. It's a toothbrush, wet toothbrush-like surface. And we also talked to the CEO of the Fairbank Group, uh, Tyler Fairbank, who uh, oversees Jiminy Peak, Bromley, and Cranmore Mountains, uh, as well as their um, solar and wind technology Uh, companies and initiatives as well so check out those podcasts and thank you for listening to wintry mix we are recorded at the studios of vermont public radio in colchester supported by vpr and its members i'm alex kaufman our intern is drew angela evansy is our producer and audio engineering and listening to our jibber jabber is courtesy of chris albertine thanks have a good one guys goodbye Yeah, going from uh, mascot to events uh, manager up there. I'm going to have to ask him if it doesn't work out in skiing, uh, how do I get a job as a mascot? I I look at you right now, and I don't think, you know, cashier at Rite Aid is going to cut it for you, even if you you do get that job. Um, That mascot could be perfect for you. There's this, they have one for the Vermont Mountaineers, the baseball beaver. Oh, yeah? You'd fit right in there. The beaver? Yeah, the baseball beaver. I think I'd make a good beaver.